Welcome to Destiny the Show 37. We're talking audio settings that are finally coming to Destiny, cool new visual settings, and we asked the question, is Destiny a premium beta? All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Show. Welcome, Guardians. What is up, Diddy? Everybody, I am BBK Dragoon. How was your week, man? I'm Iron Bannered out, man. You know, mm. I got all three characters to rank four, so I could get the uh, the light level 36 chess pieces on all of my characters, and it Jeez. was it was a grind, but I did it. Did you play every day? Like IB every day? Yeah, except for Saturday. Um, yeah, I started out with my hunter and then once my hunter got pretty close to rank four i started my warlock and then i finished off my hunter and then kept going with my warlock so they kind of overlapped and then i finished off with my titan because i like to do the uh the more difficult ones first yeah and then finish off easy and i think um starting out earlier in the week is a little bit more frustrating but you eventually get there so it's yeah oof yeah you're ready for a bit of a break, though, I imagine. Other than Iron Banner, did you do anything in Destiny this week outside of PvP? Yeah, we got we actually got some raids in this week. That's right. We did Crotazen hard mode all the way through, and uh, we did Vault of Glass on normal, but we needed it. Yeah, it was a fun it was a fun time. Thanks to our raid team, and we had listeners in there with us, and it's always fun to to raid. You know, you never can. Never could really mimic that. There's nothing else really in Destiny quite like it. So I had a good week as well. I actually avoided the Iron Banner completely. I've been working <laughs> on some build guide videos. I have one that's going out this week with Planet Destiny that's a Voidwalker PvP build that I've been absolutely loving. It's all for control, and you throw down tons of Nova Bombs and grenades that just close off areas of space. Like, your Nova Bomb and Vortex grenade can just lock off a door for a stupid amount of time, and it gives your team enough time to set up on control points, which is really cool. I've been playing a Sun Shrieker uh, PvP build on my Sunsinger, like Warlock side of things. Loving it! I saw you tweeted this morning about it. Radiant skin and solar grenades, right? Yeah, absolutely. You just... Pop radiance and just throw solar grenades in an area, and the enemy just doesn't go that way because they'll just die instantly. It's amazing. And there's a lot of people who run through them, right? It's so yeah. ridiculous. You're <laughs> I like, got 15 really? assists that game. 15. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying that, getting into, um, you know, build videos. I'm going to have one out on my channel this week, one on Planet Destiny, and I want to sort of explore what kind of PvE builds there are out there for Warlocks because I've mainly been doing just PvP stuff, which I think is more appropriate for builds. Totally avoided Iron Banner, but we're going to talk about that in today's topic. Heck, let's get into the news, man. News! First up on the news is the weekly update. This was an update. I kind of did a happy dance at the office when I was reading this because (laughs) sound and visual updates are coming. Basically, they are implementing volume settings for both game audio, voice audio, and the ability to mute the music. So, I'm stoked. I've wanted the ability to mute the music for a really, really long time. I'm a player who loves to listen to my own music or no music at all. And especially, Diddy, you're a YouTuber. You record. It's so nice when you don't have to deal with music because then you deal with keys that clash or rhythms that don't match. It just is a a harder environment for streamers and YouTubers. So that was really nice. The other end of the update was visual updates. They're giving us colorblind modes. There are three new colorblind modes that are coming to Destiny and they are for the three different types, main types of colorblindness. Is that correct, Diddy? Yeah. 
and it's cool. It's just a different color palette for all the items. I know a lot of people will probably be switching it up just to keep it fresh and, and new, and it was pretty nice. At the end of the update, uh, they do mention that we will be getting vault information next week, so don't let your heart sink too quickly. At, at first, I was like, well, is this it? No, no vault space? <laughs> but yes, they're broaching that next week. It's looking like 1.1.2 is going to be the best quality of life patch that Destiny has ever seen if all this stuff gets delivered. And I want it soon. What'd you think of the update, Diddy? I really liked it. I really like the volume sliders and how those that's working. And it kind of made me curious as to why they just added a mute music option instead of a slider. Because, uh, you know, sometimes I would like to hear the music, but it's just too loud. I don't know. But it's... It's just really nice to see those volume sliders in there. Yeah, I would think there might be some tech reason with it. Just the same reason we didn't have a volume mute button from the get-go, right? I I don't know how it operates, but like in any Blizzard game, if you hit Control-S or Control-M, you can mute the sound or the music, and it's just as easy as that. So I'm I'm happy. Let's, Let's, you know, it's a good thing. It's been a while. I think it's been too long, but whatever. Exciting destinychecklist.com I found this website this morning and it's really awesome what you do is you go to destinychecklist.com you put in your gamer tag and it will tell you if you've done the weekly the nightfall and the raids for that week there might be one more box that I I can't remember right now really helpful Uh, I thought I did the weekly heroic on my warlock already no hadn't done that so I'm gonna do that this day and get my coins it's just easy to keep track of what you're doing um, and it's just simple clean website another thing to make your destiny experience better last week we had the item manager this week we got destinychecklist.com did he did you take a look at this yeah I'm looking at it right now and it'll give you a different color check mark depending on if you've done the raid on normal or hard and that's actually really cool and I haven't done the weekly heroic on any of my characters oh we might be able to do that today if you want well, I mean, I got 21 strange coins from two Nightfall runs this past week, so I didn't really need to do the weekly heroics. Just buy a bunch of heavy ammo scents. You always need I heavy already ammo scents. I have, sense. like, 300 of them. You need more. That's not <laughs> enough. Come on. <laughs> so Geek.com put out an article, Bungie at War with Data Miner. We've talked about Mega Man EXE here on the show a lot before. He is the guy who's been providing us with all those lovely House of Wolves leaks, tons of information from Destiny that's been data mined, as well as letting us know what Xur is bringing to the tower. Well, as of patch 1.1.1.1, got that out, there are two versions of Xur. Mega Man has been saying that there are two versions of Xur sitting out there that he can data mine. One that he can actually accurately tell us what Xur is going to bring before he gets here, and then the other, he does not know at all. In the past few weeks, maybe two to three, I haven't been following it that closely, they've been using the other Xur, the alternative Xur, that throws off his predictions. Now, this article makes the claim uh, that we actually had to talk about on the Planet Destiny podcast, is Bungie really trying to combat data miners by putting new things in place? I think it's an interesting read if you're interested in that kind of stuff. I said interesting twice there. It's a horror. My school teacher would hit me on the head for that. Did he? What do you think? Do you really believe Bungie is trying to shut down this data mining thing? Well, my impression is that Bungie is not directly trying to shut down this data miner, but trying to um, improve their security in terms of their servers and their data, their databases, and uh, having these 
data miners access that information that they want to be secure and away from the public. It just means that there's some uh, fault there that Bungie's trying to fix. So they've created this second Xur that, you know, they're both randomized, but if one Xur is leaked, we can just give them the other one so that um, the information is not leaked. So I just think it's some type of security reason. They're not directly attacking him. It's just we need to fix our own end, you know. Oh, I agree 100%. Well said. I also think it's good that the community is getting these images of House of Wolves and we're getting some information about it because it gives shows things to talk about. It gives people things to look forward to. And it sets up accurate expectations for House of Wolves. Now, some people don't want to be spoiled. They want to have the surprise of the the new experience. But with House of Wolves, you and I and most of the listeners probably know what they're getting. A similar experience to Dark Below. We know the raid is the arena. We know we're getting a new strike or two. I can't remember if it's one or two, but a few new missions. It's, it's about the same package as Dark Below. I like that fact. But I do want to ask you, do you think Xur is really random? The more that I think about this, the less that I do think he is actually random. Because you, right after the shotgun nerf, we had the, well, I'm going to leave out Felwinter's Lie because that's an Iron Banner thing. But Red Death, let's give the Red Death example because Red Death was sold right after the Pulse Rifle buff. It was even trending on Twitter. It seems like a bit of a coincidence. Maybe? It does seem like a coincidence, but I don't think... I don't think Bungie's like, oh, we just buffed Pulse Rifles, let's give them an exotic Pulse Rifle because... In my mind, you know, Red Death is probably the strongest pulse rifle in the game alongside Bad Juju at this point. You know, you can make the argument three little words, a couple legendary um, pulse rifles are strong as well. But for the two exotic pulse rifles we have, Bad Juju and Red Death, they're obviously top tier primary weapons at this point. And uh, allowing the masses access to that kind of weapon, I don't think Bungie is just going to hand out candy like that, you know? So I think... Zer, the items are randomized, but Bungie can choose which Zer they give. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Like, I don't think Bungie says, oh, Mega Man leaked, we're going to sell Universal Remote, give him a different exotic. We can just change that one. Yeah. You know, they have to change the whole set because they just click randomize item set on Zer, and then they just send it, send Zer out. Yeah. I, that's That's what I think. I mean, it's somewhat randomized, but it's not random. Yeah. See, I want to tangent in the conversation. I think Bad Juju beats Red Death by a mile. Me I too. use Bad Juju so much. Bad this Juju week. is so good. I was using so it in the Iron good. Banner with my Warlock all the time. Nova Bombs for days, bottomless clip. Oh, it's really good. It's a good gun, dude. And like Red Death, it's that slow rate of fire, man, that shuts me down every time. It's a good gun, but like this week, yesterday actually, I was in PvP. We were doing that really tight Venus map. I can't remember its name. Asylum, I think, right? Is that the really uh, small one? Yeah. Okay. Got a 10 kill streak from mid pushing into their spawn with that thing. Just like in the course of 15 seconds, it was like, oh, I love this gun. Not as much as Thorn. Thorn is so good, man. But we want to remind our listeners to head to destinytracker.com for the most up-to-date stats on their Guardian, but also their top five Crucible Plays series. If you submit a clip to this series, you have a chance to get put into their top five plays. And guess what? Bungie usually tweets this series out, so it's fairly worth your time. So once again, DestinyTracker.com for a ton of great features, LFG stats for your Guardian, the new Faction Wars feature, and of course, their top five plays series. Yeah, not a lot of news this week, everybody. That is what we have today. Let's hop into our topic. Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. 
not of consequence. Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. Titan survey data requested by Vanguard. I think this is the perfect time to ask. Is Iron Banner getting old? And what can be done to refine and improve the Iron Banner? I did not participate whatsoever in Iron Banner this week. I was kind of tired of Iron Banner. Last time, I worked hard. I got rank 3, almost 4. Didn't get to 4. I kind of wanted to get to 4, I think. But I got what I wanted. Shader. Now I kind of want Fell Winter's Lie, so I guess I could have <laughs> grinded for it. But honestly, I think Iron Banner for me is getting stale. Doing the same repetitive experience again. And I mean the reputation resetting, the rewards being fairly similar. Not, not completely similar, but I'd like to see some refinements and changes to motivate me to play. And I want to pick your brain first, Eddie, to find out because you have more experience with Iron Banner this week than probably most. What do you think? I think Bungie did a good job of updating the bounties, specifically yes. the headshot, primary headshot bounty. It's, it brings a lot more diversity in terms of gunplay into the Iron Banner. I saw a lot of pulse rifles. I barely saw any Soros regimes, and I yeah. loved it. Yeah. You know, Thorn and Red Death were the bane of my existence, this Iron Banner, but I have both of them, and I used both of them, and I had a lot of fun. Um, so I'm glad they actually buffed the weapons and they changed that uh, bounty to include all primaries. But I think the main reason Iron Banner gets stale is not necessarily the grind, but the fact that it's always control. Like, mix up control and clash. Maybe have a skirmish Iron Banner or uh, rumble Iron Banner. I mean, yes. rumble Iron Banner. What I'm saying is have an Iron Banner... Um, playlists or like set of playlists where you can choose which game type you want to play with Iron Banner settings, you know? Yeah. I don't want to be even... forced to only play control for an entire week to get this yeah. gear. I want to play something different. I would even take it further and say have game types that are specific to Iron Banner time. I mentioned this to Sassy yesterday. I think it'd be cool if we had one of those minecart type games that Team Fortress has where everybody has to work around an objective that's like a moving king of the hill. I would love, that idea I think is amazing, by the way, I would love it if you could do an Iron Banner playlist and it rotates Clash and Control and then maybe a couple of game types that are specific to the Iron Banner only. Is that too much to ask? Right now, probably is. Their plates are pretty full. But I think it's good to explore because for me, Iron Banner is just another, I don't know, it's like a week of footage that I don't really want to use because <laughs> it's this one time of the week where... It doesn't, it doesn't matter every other week that Iron Banner isn't going. Most viewers and players experience Normal Crucible. By the way, if you play Normal Crucible during the Iron Banner week, you will find more below level 20 characters than you will during launch week. It's insane. There's baby buffalo everywhere, and it's awesome. So don't forget about that. Other than game types, do you think there should be reputation that continues? A larger, more expanded grind? Because... This leads back to a lot of things. Destiny has a cap on your glimmer. You have a cap on how many marks you can have of 200. And they all seem relatively low. Iron Banner, you hit your rank 5, you're done, it resets the next time. Would you like to see a long-scaling Iron Banner that goes maybe for quarters or throughout the year, a longer period of time with even more prestigious awards at the top? I'm 50-50 on that idea. 
Uh, okay. For one, my initial reaction is no, because um, if so, you and I we play vastly different amounts of Iron Banner. So like, yeah. Since I'm the more grindy Iron Banner type person, I would get to like. So say the Iron Banner reputation, what you're saying is, would go like the faction reputation. It would just keep going up, right? Yeah, I mean, with a limit, but like, let's say rank 20. Okay, okay all right. So um, by the next Iron Banner, I could get to rank 10, and you would have just started because you're starting at rank 0 again, and I've already yeah. hit rank 4, and I yeah. can get to those six levels faster than you can get to, you know, 20, whatever. You wouldn't have access to all the gear, right? And no. that my initial reaction is that would be a problem because everybody wants the Iron Banner gear, but they don't have the time to commit to that, which is why I think Bungie implemented the tempered buff and the resetting rank five every single time. But then I'm thinking like, well, yeah, I'm dedicating the time to get those gear, that gear, and I have more prestigious Iron Banner reputation because I'm rank 20 and you're only rank five. So like I have the legendary, legendary iron banner gear and you only have the regular iron banner gear so and like epic shaders too i mean yeah yeah that's exactly what i'm saying i didn't want to say exotic shaders no that would be perfect actually yeah if if you hit rank 20 in iron banner if they did that you're like the elite of the elite and you have like an exotic shader for beating the iron banner and they can change every quarter that's the thing because you have worked to earn that high-end level Iron Banner. It gives me something to work for, man. Like, I don't like the, oh, I reset again. I, I get to do it all over again. I can get million, million again. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, that is a problem. I will agree with that because I have to hit rank four to get stuff that I want. You know, I already have the boots. I already have uh, the, sh- the emblem. I already have the first shader. I already have the class item. I need to hit rank four to get that different weapon, and that's a... That's a pretty big grind as it is, and yeah. I'll agree with the fact that I I think I am inclined to say I would want Iron Banner to continue, um, like maybe throughout the DLC life, you know, from vanilla to dark below, that would be one Iron Banner rep yeah. grind, and yeah. then dark below to House of Wolves, House of Wolves to Comet, all that stuff. Yeah, WoW does a similar thing in between patches, and the patches are pretty long cycles, okay? That's how long a PvP season is. And each new season brings new gear. They do about the same stuff, but they have new aesthetics to them. So you can type in tier, uh, I don't know, like what season 14 WoW PvP gear set, and you will see what it looks like. And then season 10 or season 9, and people use it for transmog all the time. Destiny could be the same way. If you had vanilla season 1 Iron Banner gear or whatever, that's what it looked like. I want to see that. Now, now, to close off this topic, what additional weekly events would we like to see? Because I think the Iron Banner is awesome. And I really think Destiny has the potential to house more weekly events. I just, I wonder what kind of weekly events. What would you like to see? Well, we can kind of expect the Queen's, whatever it's called. What was it? The Queen's Wrath? Yeah, it was Queen's Wrath. To make a comeback. <laughs> but we don't know if it'll be like an Eris quest line or like an Iron Banner event. Um we already have a PvP event, so I would have to say PvE events. Maybe introduce the wild as an event. You open yeah. up this area for a week, and people go in and just do like high-level um, PvE 
as boss encounters. I I love that. Just instead of having the wild open all the time, like patrols or story missions, have it as an event, and you would get the red engram, you would get the wild um, level or um, rarity items. I think that would be something that would that everybody would like. Mm-hmm. I think they could do something with raid modifiers where it's like ultra raid week. And oh, nice. It's, it's, it's a weekly raid event for Vault of Glass. You have to do something silly, like all secondary, like everybody can only use secondaries, or it's just modifiers. It just changes some of the fights. We really are waiting for an arena-type firefight mode before we can really start doing weekly PvE events because I could care less if they're going to make me do Queen's Wrath stuff. If you guys don't know <laughs> Queen's Wrath, you had to go into missions, and the missions had really dumb modifiers like Light Switch. And this was before everybody had, like, really nice top-tier weapons. So if you didn't have a weapon for the Arc Burn Light Switch mission, it was horrible. Do you remember that, Diddy? It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. it would take, like, 45 minutes to do a 10-minute mission. And what's lame is if that like event happened now, everybody's geared up to where it would be a no big deal. It'd be way more fun to do that kind of thing at this point in the game. But I don't know. I think it's good to explore these possibilities. If you guys have ideas for weekly events or things for Iron Banner to keep it fresh, tweet us at Destiny the Show. Now, Diddy, tell me about the Queen and her brothers. All right, so I kind of want to expand on the idea that I had last show about the uh, the arena raid and the fact that the queen is now the leader of the House of Wolves, or whatever. Yeah, I think the House of Wolves, obviously. Um, and how I think that she has enslaved the fallen in the House of Wolves to be her servants. And um, our friend Sassy said, you should read the queen and her brother's grimoire cards because it kind of falls in line with your idea, but it's a little bit different. So... I want to read the Queen's Grimoire card. The Queen of the Awoken is as much an enigma as the reef she rules. It is said that she won her crown through ruthlessness and that she stands as master of the fallen House of Wolves in place of their defeated Kel. The cities, like the Traveler in the Tower, the cities rise spells an end to the reef's age of isolation. The queen will surely look to this new era as an opportunity, and the city, in turn, must look to her. The reef-born awoken have spent long ages out on the edge of everything, and they may know secrets of terrible weight. The queen, most of all. Mm. So that kind of goes in line with my theory that the queen has overtaken the House of Wolves, and that's obviously exactly what the Grimoire card says. And I hadn't read this before I theorized last week, so I'm glad to read that. And the fact that the city and the queen are going to be inter- interlinked uh, gets me really excited. And I just want to briefly read the Brothers card as well, because I kind of mentioned um, a revolution within the House of Wolves. Let's go ahead and read the Queen's Brother. As the Queen's confidant, spymaster, and deadliest enforcer, her brother wields enormous power, particularly for a male born in the Reef's matriarchal society. Recent reports suggest uh, he may differ from the Queen on key matters of strategy, but it remains to be seen whether this gap is a source of conflict or part of the reason the Queen values him so highly. So there's kind of a conflict between the queen and her brother. Her The queen gives an order. The brother doesn't really agree with it. And he'll do something differently. And we don't know if that's conflict or 
why the queen prefers uh, confines in her brother. So that may play a part in the House of Wolves story missions, and I'm really excited about that. I would pay you to read books to me, like <laughs> in an audiobook setting, not in a weird like movie setting. But yeah, awesome. That's man, the writing in this game is really good. It's too bad it's like not in game. Hopefully they'll get their presentation dialed more. But this, I want to go read grimoire cards now. Yeah, there are ghost fragments on the queen and the queen's brother. I didn't want to read those because those are a bit a little bit longer. But those are the grimoire specific cards for the queen and her brother. And I just thought those were really interesting. Nice. It came from Twitter. We read your tweets on the show. At Destiny Tracker tweets us, hype, hype, hype. That was in response to last week, we had over 13,000 people listen to the show. That might have been like two weeks ago now. But seriously, listeners, you guys are amazing. This is a really dry time for Destiny news-wise. And the fact that there's so many passionate fans listening gets us excited. Gets us very excited. At PH 9 where is that photo mentioned in your last Destiny the Show about Destiny in development around 2009? We mentioned that at GDC, there was a guy who tweeted out a picture of what Destiny looked like in 2009. I will put this on our show notes at destinytheshow.com. Did you saw the picture? Doesn't it look ridiculous? It looks like a game from the early 2000s. It looks like a space version of TF2, if that makes sense. That's how cartoony it looks. It looks hilarious. And there's an early version of the tower, which is, I mean, people forget around the time Reach was being like put out, they were working on Destiny already, which is, man, that's just crazy to think how long this development and, and life cycle and this whole experience that Destiny is going to be. It's just crazy to think about. We could talk about it for a long time. Yeah, they anyway. started Destiny development when ODST was coming out. Was it really? Yeah, because there's a... Um, there is an Des- Easter egg in yeah. ODST for Destiny Awaits. There's just a poster on the wall, and I just think 2009. Yeah, that's that's a long time. They knew what they wanted to do from a long point out. But at Immortal Alien, just finished listening. Great show. Well, thank you. We had a bunch of people tweet us pictures with little comments to us and Bell from uh, Guardian Radio. That's all I'll say there. I didn't look at them. Diddy, did you see them? No. I, I think I did, but I don't remember any of them. They're like a bunch of humorous little thought bubbles, like what Guardians say in the tower or something oh. like that. So, <laughs> At Ramsey99, what the heck? The worst guy got an epic, and it's that picture that you've always seen from the Crucible where the guy at the bottom ends up getting himself an exotic item. Yeah, it hurts, but it happens. you got to deal with it. Planet Destiny tweeted this week that one guy at the bottom of the board got a yellow horn and was like, Ugh! Yeah, I replied to that. I was actually playing Iron Banner. The guy got like a four-point-something KD top of our leaderboard. He got a Yallerhorn, so it works both ways. Okay, all right. Well, there is justice, (laughs) maybe. At BH Last, he had a... Oh, wait, no, not read that one. There's bad words in that. (laughs) Oh, gosh. At Kite Flyer of Hell, hey, how do I get the exotic hand can at the last word? Is there a quest or do I have to get lucky? Diddy responds, you have to get lucky. I got mine from beating Atheon on normal. I was there that night, man. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was oh, that was our first vault of glass, and I got the last word. It was so awesome. I love. Oh, that. that's very cool. Alex D three three six made the front page of Reddit because he went to PlayStation Experience and got to meet Deej, and there's a picture of it, which is really cool, and that's awesome. Deej seems like a cool dude. At Andy Keach, how is XP divided up between gear? If you're focused on upgrading just one weapon, is it better to have everything else fully maxed? Now, he's talking about when you turn in a bounty, should your other equipment be fully maxed out except for the one item that you want to equip? Will that item receive more XP? Is the XP from a bounty divided equally and dispersed equally throughout your gear? I don't think so, but I want to ask Diddy because he'll know more. 
The bounty experience goes to whatever gear you have equipped at the time. Yeah, but not it's not like evenly dispersed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like if a bounty gives you 5000 experience, 5000 experience is going to go to the weapon you have equipped. Yes. It's not going to divide that 5000 up you get 1000. Here's a here and 1, here's a here here's a specific note. Primary weapons will be uh upgraded a little bit slower than special and heavy weapons because you're using your primary weapons primarily to kill enemies and you get experience that way nice buckeye tweets us at brendan goforth first run on vault of glass hard mode and i got the vex baby congrats mythoclass dude we're still waiting dts has not gotten one yet i got one did you yeah i have one when did you get your mythoclass uh first or second time i did hard mode i think second time i did hard mode on vault of glass yeah i didn't know that (laughs) i never use it why is it just meh it's not a hit scan weapon, and I just prefer the last word. Yeah. Hand cannons rock, dude. <laughs> At Wumbo. When do you think Trials of Osiris is going to drop? I think probably around Destiny Comet time. Did he? Yeah, I was about to say Comet. They're probably going to reveal all the details uh, at E3 or PAX or whatever convention is over the summer. At J Classics, thanks for the mention. Just got my second completion of hard mode. Crota hunting or hunting for crux. I'm seriously out of vault space. Vault space, man. I can't read too many weapons. Hopefully, we're gonna get vault space in 1.1.2. At Baby Rancher, clan enhancement ideas. Too long, didn't read it at the top. Thoughts. So he sent us a link from a Bungie forum post, and this guy was bringing up all sorts of things that he thought would be cool to put into the clan feature, and I'm gonna read those. A clan filter and friends list, in-game clan settings and leaderboard, clan level, clan reputation, clan achievements, clan emblems and shaders, clan rewards, clan tower area. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I don't think that's very high on their list of things to do, though. What do you think, Diddy? Yeah, I'll agree. It would be really nice to have all those things. And I think the easiest one would be where your friends list is right now. Have a drop down to select friends or clan. That would be the easiest to implement, but I don't think we're going to get it anytime soon. Definitely not by House of Wolves. That's my anticipation. Yep. At G. Dewerson, he sent us a picture of a bird that looks like the Warlock gear saying, Warlocks be like, just hit 32, because Warlocks do wear a lot of bird gear right now. And especially with the <laughs> collar from the Crota's End, like. And Claws of chest. Ahamkara. Yeah, yeah. We, we are kind of bird like, so what can you say? And I think that is all the tweets that we had for this week, unless somebody... Nope, somebody just followed. They didn't send us a new tweet. Awesome. You guys rock. You can always tweet us at Destiny the Show, but we have a Tower Talk today. It's time for the Tower Talk. So the Tower Talk is a segment where we read out your emails. You can email us, destinytheshow at gmail.com. We're not great about checking it, but a lot of times viewers send longer, more topic-oriented questions here, and I want to read this one out. Hey, BBK and Diddy. I discovered you guys a couple months back when I realized there were dedicated Destiny podcasts out there. I had never really listened to podcasts at all before this year, and now I find myself anticipating getting to work so that I can listen to y'all while I'm there. I follow... Oh, he's also near Houston, by the way. I follow three Destiny podcasts religiously now, and you're one of them. Well, thank you. And in response to the most recent episode, number 36, I love the half-hour time frame, not because it's concise, unlike this email, but because it's concise and deep, with great focused analysis that are on par with almost verbatim shows that are over an hour, that have time to discuss and discuss and chase rabbit trails. Rabbit tails. Trails? Is it trails. Rabbit? Trails. Perfect. You're knowledgeable, humorous, and obviously have a passion for gaming and for Destiny to be a fantastic game despite six months of changes. Can you believe we're already 
been playing Destiny for six months. Which brings me to my point and subject line. For so long now, I can't shake the feeling that Bungie is utilizing Destiny as a very high-end or premium beta instead of a full-fledged final product, with the final being a loose descriptor of what it means to be final in this day and ages of patches and such. To me, Destiny 2 or even 3 is what they're really working towards, the version of Destiny they've really wanted to make all along. I'm not saying that Bungie is doing anything sinister or underhanded. I've loved Bungie since Halo 2, and I believe they're trying their honest best in Destiny development and in communication with this community to improve. But with the numerous changes including, but not limited to, the lack of a presented story with much of the better drama being hinted at or on the cards. These are only accessible outside of the game itself. The zaniness of the early days Engram decryption. The awkwardness of swapping weapons and gear you want equipped mid-battle. It's a minor chore having to switch up four weapons if I wanted to use my icebreaker after using Thorn during a striker raid. Zer, Having to level up our first run exotics again after the Dark Below. Vault space. Slim pickings of an in-game social option. Fire team size restrictions. Why can't I do a patrol with three of my friends instead of only two? The Dark Below's value of content. Bounties repeated ad nauseum with nothing new since the full game launch and the Dark Below's launch. All of these and others feel more or less like experiments from which to pull data in order to make Destiny's next iteration the complete package. I mean, come on, how could someone li- like really completely wholeheartedly believe that the awarding of rare gear from a purple Engram was a good idea? This is why the 10-year franchise and early announced plans of Destiny 2 make all of the above make sense to me and have kept me invested because I know Bungie is still working on their brand and is by all accounts committed, as well as I am. Though I wonder if we even need a Destiny 2. Why can't we have a singular Destiny with several expansions and updates like World of Warcraft? But I do digress. I'll continue to invest in Destiny because I believe in Bungie and just fracking love playing around in the sandbox with my friends because they nail gunplay every single time. I also know that if I was playing Destiny right now without any hint of sequels or planned development, I'd be supremely disappointed and thinking, is this it? I mentioned this on a comment section somewhere and another user posted it that I'm or posited, uh, it's hard to read, that I might feel this way because Bungie was developing for last gen consoles too. Could that help to explain why so much of this game feels like experimentation and behind the scenes they're pushing Destiny 2 to be current gen only? Or is it that Destiny is just super ambitious and they needed to get their base game out, release a $60 to $95 premium beta to get where they really wanted to be? Or both. In the meantime, I'm really looking forward to House of Wolves and think we're in for some great experiments. Changes, I mean. Thanks for making it this far and thanks again for your show and your positivity amidst the ever-creeping darkness, a.k.a. the internet. Continue luck and I look forward to growing old with you guys over the next 10 years, or nine and a half rather. From Jason, or his gamertag, the Rick Moranis. Okay, Diddy, fire away. I'll agree with everything you said, because uh, I really think that the development for last generation consoles, the 360 and the PlayStation 3, really hampered the development of, and the scope of the first Destiny game in this 10 year cycle I will agree with that wholeheartedly and the premium beta Bungie has said that this is a whole new game for them like a whole new genre of game they're trying to not just do first person shooter they're trying to do all these MMO and RPG elements with the first person shooter genre and it's just it is a big experiment for Bungie and they've stated that and 
yeah, I'll agree with the fact that Destiny 2 is going to be the game that Bungie wanted to make all along. But by Bungie, by Bungie 2, by Destiny 2, uh, by the way, I hate calling it Destiny 2 and 3 as well. I really hope they just stick with Destiny expansion name and whatever current iteration of Destiny. Like right now, Destiny would be Destiny the Dark Below. And then once House of Wolves comes out, it'll be Destiny House of Wolves, just like World of Warcraft, like you said. And I really think that they're pushing towards Destiny 2. And the tipping point for me is going to be if Destiny 2 is developed for last generation consoles. If it is, it's really going to hamper development. If Destiny 2 is just on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, maybe PC, I don't see that, but it's a possibility, then I really think that'll be the game that we all want to see, or we all want it to see. Yeah. Perfect. I, I agree 100%. I think Destiny 2 is something, hey, we don't know if it's going to be called Destiny 2. We know they're working on Destiny 2, but it hasn't been, like, the press release hasn't come out saying Destiny 2 is its title. I think they do need to differentiate it a little bit, so the consumer who doesn't look at the internet ever, who just sees the TV commercial goes, hey, that's a new Destiny, and that's a little bit different than what I got. Like, it represents a bigger step forward than just the expansions that we have now but i do think you get into a naming conundrum because what is it? destiny 2 the cabal's awakening like that's gonna get awkward to say destiny I, 2 the cabal's awakening the extended edition with revenge <laughs> back from the future 88 miles per hour to get back to this comment um i agree with just about everything they've said from the start that they're learning and experimenting. There was a comment. I can't quote it. I'm just going to roughly say I heard about it. I can't remember the website I saw it. But at GDC, they talked about the average playtime of Destiny players being over three hours. That's like the daily average playtime, right? Those numbers came out a long time ago, back near launch. I don't know if they're the same now. But they had predicted that it was going to be 39 minutes. That was their predicted estimation of players' daily playtime. Again, I don't have the link or the source to this, so if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I've heard it from multiple people in this community. That sort of reveals a ton. I don't think they expected people to play this game as much as they did. And it is an experiment, and they are refining it and improving. That does suck because nobody wants to be the guinea pig, and all we get to talk about here, like probably 40% of our content, is stuff we'd like to see. But I do believe Bungie is really thinking, taking our feedback, and acting upon it. We've seen that through their patch cycles, regardless of the timeline. I think it's a little bit slow to be getting audio settings now, but we're still getting them, which is good. Overall, I loved this email, and I really appreciate you sending us such a well-thought-out, nice, refined comment with good thematics and topics within. So, I think that's going to wrap up DTS 37, unless there's something you want to add, Diddy. No, that's basically it, yeah. Where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy, D-T-S, D-I-T-T-Y, D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, where I just uploaded this past weekend a nice Iron Banner clip edit with some music. Ooh, very nice. And Wooshness is spelled? W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Excellent. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon. My YouTube is youtube.com slash BBK Dragoon. Head to destinytheshow.com for all the links and more from today's show. You can follow us at Destiny the Show. Tweet us to be on It Came From Twitter. You can email us, destinytheshow at gmail.com. Finally, we have a twitch.tv slash destinytheshow. We're not streaming there yet, but soon we will. Hope you all have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. <laughs>